All right, let's get into it. So first up on the show is Marcelo Diaz, the Director of Business Development at the Prestige ER. Marcelo, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I'm excited to be here. A bunch of uh, enthusiastic individuals here, Oh yeah, honestly. Hard chargers here, all of us. Well, yeah, some of us are better, in better shape than others. But anyway, I'm having my <laughs> Dr. Pepper here. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, so Prestige ER. So what is it? It's like... Uh, you know, the concept, the business, because mm-hmm. there's there's so much here I love about this business. Go ahead. Yeah, so it's um, it's kind of a lot to explain, but Prestige ER is a freestanding emergency room. Um, so it's not an urgent care, nor is it a hospital. It's kind of a, in the middle, in between, right? Um, so it's a freestanding ER. We can handle any kind of real medical emergencies. So whether it's chest pains, stomach pains, um, let's say your appendix is going out or something. Um, COVID, we did tons of COVID testing. Not that we really wanted to, but we had to. We had to be there for the customer service, right? Because we had to be there for the community as well. But yeah, so it is a freestanding emergency room. Full on, full service, x-rays, CTs, um, ultrasounds if needed as well. All right, Cole, what about gunshots? Yeah, absolutely. We were actually on the news uh, not too terribly long ago about this car meet that happened on the the west side. I don't know if you heard about that. No. But yeah, we had had somebody. Okay, so... Urgent care and emergency care. Is that what you, you mm-hmm. did you bifurcate those? Okay, so what is urgent care that maybe you guys don't do? So <laughs> urgent care is very low acuity, right? So it's, uh, you know, colds, sniffles. Um, oh, that's urgent care? you got to be kidding me. Well, it's not no, that the patient is, 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 they just need to go somewhere and they mm-hmm. need to go there right now because they don't know what it is. Okay. Well, okay. Urgent care is, is, is definitely very low acuity. Meaning it's the everyday average things that you get. Mm-hmm. Your kid's a little sick, has a little cough. You can go to urgent care. You know, say they break their arm. You can still go to urgent care. They have those capabilities. Um, you need testing for flu or COVID. They still do that as well. You know, but the emergency room, we take it a step higher. So these are, this is the place where you can come get seen while you're having a heart attack. And if something happens, we can actually bring you back to life more than likely, right? That we can do that. And in urgent care, you're not going to have physicians on staff that are able to do that kind of thing. So at the ER, not only can we see a higher level of acuity, but we can also get to you to the hospital um, pretty effectively or efficiently at that, honestly. Right, because you guys do transport as well, right? Yeah, that's another thing um, that people don't understand about most of these freestanding emergency rooms. I really don't care, you know, and I'll preface this by saying your choice is valid wherever you want to go, wherever you want to be seen. But when you come to a freestanding ER, you get checked in really fast. Right, we're there for emergencies, so we get you into a room pretty quickly. And when you get into the room, say something drastic is happening and you need uh, emergency surgery or something. We actually partner with hospitalist groups, such as like IPHA, um, where they'll actually find a room at a hospital and book that room, sort of, right? Sort of. It kind of works in that way. When you go to a hospital, you wait four, five, six hours, you go to the ER, right. and they move you up, right? In this case, you're already at an ER. We've already assessed the situation in a tenth of the time. And Yeah, God, that's crazy. I didn't even know that mm-hmm. that was a thing because I took my dad to the ER. I won't say which one because now I'm going to like I'm shying away from the names. <laughs> but it was a big hospital yeah. in the medical center. Located and it was a in place, this area of the city. And it was a place where they don't take all the insurances, but for a man who was 88 years old that might have some like a government subsidized medical yes. coverage, um, we had to go to this specific hospital. Mm-hmm. So 
we got there at two o'clock in the morning and it was something that was, you know, I would say fairly serious. I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on sure. TV, but it was pretty serious. Well, we got there at two o'clock in the morning. Guess at what time they actually saw him. Oh, no. Closer to six in the six, morning. Yeah. Yep. Every time. Yeah. And I Every didn't time. realize. Then I started noticing there are billboards that say what your wait time is at specific hospitals. So that tells me that there's a waiting time. And so, yep. you know, I'm like, hey, so what if like somebody was dying? They're like, well, you know, we don't, it depends on the situation and all that. Well, this is pretty serious, but I don't think he's dying. But you know, no, no, no. we'll get to you in just a minute. Yes. I go, okay, well, let me go find a place to park the car so I don't have to spend a bunch of money. Yeah. I left it right in front. They're all Beretta-style with a door open. <laughs> <jumped laughs> anyway, so I didn't know. So, so tell me, where's Prestige ER? Do you uh, sign up ahead of time mm -hmm. and get your insurance all in place just in case something happens? What, what kind of systems do you guys have in place? Or do you just show up? And He's then as you excited as I am. Because uh, yeah. oh, yeah. we don't know, right? Yeah. No, it's, we don't it's, know. it's great information. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand it at all. That's one thing that I've noticed is education within the healthcare space is very limited mm -hmm. because either A, somebody doesn't want you to know or somebody's fighting against you knowing. Mm -hmm. um, and I have to say, hospitals have their place. They really do. They do a lot of great things for our communities and they uphold a lot of our a lot of what our infrastructure is in the healthcare space. But <clears throat> Prestige ER is located across all all across 1604, so we have a few locations. Um, we see mostly walk-ins, so when it's an emergency, you know, mm -hmm. you're walking in. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but we do have those places, say, on our website where you can fill out some of your paperwork and kind of... Can we call? You can call, absolutely. We're open 24-7, 365 days a year. So oh. Can you pre-book? Can we day. say, hey, I need to... Can I get on the waiting <laughs> list now? You know, like, great clips we can check in online? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm on my way with a heart attack. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah, technically you could say yes, mm -hmm. but also you have to understand that somebody may come in having a heart attack and they're going to be seen before you. We had a lot of that issue, those issues during COVID where people would make appointments sort of, right? And they'd be a little upset when somebody went in before them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially if they were waiting. If we were seeing 150 people a day for COVID testing mm -hmm. and somebody came in with chest pains, we have to see him. Sure. You know, that's a life-threatening, you know, symptom right there. You never know what's happening. Yeah. So, like here, go yes to CVS. No. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the right the person with the test. You want? Uh, yeah. Go to CVS. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, so that's why you yes said earlier no. we kind of didn't really want to do it, but we had to because it was good customer service. But I get it. Yes. I mean, you, you're you're providing this world class healthcare experience 100%. for for serious things. And then you have people that like, oh, you know, I have sniffles. I'm mm -hmm. not really sure. And how come I can't be seen right away? And why can't I get my result? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to dealing with human beings. And it's, it's funny that you say that because even if, let's just say it's an emergency room, a hospital. Uh, so you wouldn't go into a hospital if you were sneezing a little bit, right? Right. People come into our facilities. With no, you go into a hospital and, and then you come out sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably true. But if you didn't know this, regardless of what your situation, if it's an emergency to you, it's an emergency to us. So Intala says, we cannot turn you away. So whenever it comes to, I mean, we can't turn away any patients. So when you walk in our doors, you're going to be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether that's giving you an examination saying, okay, maybe if, say, if you don't have insurance, we can, we can help you out and throw you a bone, do what we can. Um, or you can go to one of our urgent cares, kind of up to you, right? But if it's life-threatening, we're going to see you, treat you, and make sure you have the best service. Got it. Yeah, an important, you know, an important category, right? And mm -hmm. uh, one is options, but two is if a, if a need in the marketplace 
isn't being met, that's where there's an opportunity Bingo. to create a business. Bingo. Yep. So when it comes to, uh, and you corrected me on this, but I just want to get out there for the audiences. When it comes to in-network and out-of-network, give me a quick definition of how you guys deal with that. Um, yeah, so technically, um, this is another one of those education moments. Um, there is no such thing as an ER, not from my understanding. There's no such thing as an ER that's in-network. So when you call your insurance and you're like, I need an ER near me that's in-network, it doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. They're, they're going to direct you towards either a hospital or an urgent care or to go see your primary care physician. So technically no ERs in network. We bill out of network rates to insurance companies. Um, but does that affect your cost? Not exactly. Um, that's something that we kind of deal with on a patient to patient basis. And I can tell you that there was data that, that was brought out by, I think it was the Journal of Emergency Medicine, that freestanding emergency rooms were coming in at about a third of the cost of a hospital visit. So. Um, that's on average. So it could be lower in a lot of cases. Um, and now, I don't see them ever being Just higher. to clarify, you're saying a freestanding version. You've used that term quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So uh, what does that mean and how is it different from maybe a traditional ER? So freestanding emergency room just basically says we don't have specialists on deck. So if you need eye surgery right then and there, we don't have a person in-house that's going to do that. Right? You have to be seen at a hospital to get that treatment. So we don't do surgeries and things like that. Minor okay. surgical things, sure, but not full-on surgeries or anything. All right, and you guys will see like spinal cord injuries, traumatic brain injuries. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Severe burns as well? Mm -hmm. Yes, we have all the resources to be able to assess, treat, um, and kind of get you going and then refer you out, whether that's by, by making an appointment for you through a specialist that we recommend or asking you, hey, there's 10 options, pick. We'll call them, make sure you have an appointment set up. All right, cool. All right, we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Marcelo, if folks want to get yeah. in touch with you guys, okay. how do they do that? Uh, you can go to our website at prestigeer.com. Um, you can call our, our number, of course. Um, it's all listed on the website as well. Um, but if you ever need anything, you can absolutely walk in. Um, we're always open for you. So you said along 1604, so mm -hmm. give, me the, give me the main points. Sir. So 1604 and Bitters. We have one off 1604 in Petrenko and then one in Holotus off Shanefield and Gall. Okay, so northwest. Like north, north northwest, northwest. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Well, how come not on northeast, man? What's up with that? We're, follow the know, money, we're... Mark. Follow the money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, but there's plenty of money on the north. <laughs> no, man. There's more on the northwest, right? As I say. <laughs> well, Thanks, no. Marcel. I mean, think about it. like uh, at one time, Bandera in sixteen oh four, which is near Helotus, was the the fastest growing Ooh. intersection in the state of Texas. Right there where they where H E B built that gigantic yeah, the store. The big one, yeah. 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 Yeah, that makes cool. sense. They're not Thanks, building Mark. it in Windcrest, sir. <laughs> Windcrest used to be. Wow. It used to be. Really, yeah. That just happened. Yeah. You just said that. Yeah. But they do have wow. great Christmas lights at Windcrest. That's yeah, where we do. go every yeah. year to see the Christmas. I don't know if that's a thing anymore though, to be honest. It was back in the nineties when, mm -hmm. when we first got here. Driving through Windcrest was a thing. Mm -hmm. We still do it. I take the kids over there. Do you it's really? still, yeah, it's still a thing. Yeah, and I know I'm Jewish, but I still like Christmas music. And we, you turn into certain radio stations, and you can listen to the Christmas music on the radio mm -hmm. that that is synced with some of the lights in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. really? It's always yeah. fun. Wow. Yeah. All right, next up on the show is Ram DePena, an expert martial artist and the owner of Studio Martial Arts here in San Antonio. Ram, welcome back to the show. Good oh, to thanks. have you. Yeah, good to be back. And that was really cool, Marcella. Yeah, I mean, you had me really like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow. And, A lot of wows. Yeah, yeah, big time. 
Yeah. Well, and you're bright, and you still didn't know. No, I don't know how bright, man. <laughs> maybe two volts, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But it's LED kind of bright. I guess. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but not so great. You yeah. know. But um, but it resonated with me because my son was put in a NICU in Boston, oh, wow. and the insurance didn't cover the flight back. Wow. It was a real hard time for us. So uh, me, I'm just like, oh my god, like this is good, you know. So. Thank you very much for that. There's a lot of information out there, and um, yeah, a lot of stuff you're not going to find too. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's amazing to me that you can have all that going on, and we don't know about it here in the city. Right, it's kind of crazy. Education, it's very limited. So yeah. that's yeah. what I plan to do. It's just bring that education. There you go. But thanks a lot. I appreciate that. So yeah. Ram de Pena, tell us uh, what what seafood Ram is all about well when it comes down to the customer service aspect of this um my favorite book is a book called uh knock your socks off service i don't know if you read that one have you i read have that not one? read that it's one. actually really good down. yeah and uh so the idea is that no matter what you have to have constant communication and constant connection with your customers and you got to be trying to find new ways to do that all the time so there's a good book also. I believe it's Outliers or it's Blink. I think it's Outliers where they talk about the number one car salesman in the United States at the time and how basically what he did was collect information from his customers and hit all the specialties or the unexpected things as much as possible. And, he, and his whole base grew where he was constantly selling cars to them, their friends, their family, because they were always talking about him. So he would send them roses on like a Mother's Day or send them a uh, roses if somebody was sick. He would send them cards on their birthdays, different things like that, yeah. right? Now, you haven't sent me roses, but you do send my kids and I a birthday wish on video. Well, you know, I tried to. I, just, I Who are you again? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries. Not that. But no, in all seriousness, yeah, absolutely. The video messages is what we've been doing a lot. And I mean, I really did love your kids and love having you guys in and you want to keep those relationships. So every time it's Nikki's birthday or Max's birthday or Jacob's birthday, send them a message, send you a message. I, I don't think I have Nora's birthday. That's the only one I'm missing. So I'll, like, I'll if sell you got that. You. Yeah, there you go. 1229. I won't tell you the year she oh, was born. perfect. I think that's actually the best thing to do <laughs> good but uh but anyway so i would do those messages every day and i thought to myself well nobody's wishing any like they send you a facebook post and that becomes impersonal because everybody does that right so you want to stand out and the first thing you got to get over is standing out some people don't like standing out from the crowd or they look weird or they look like they're up to something it's like no just wish them a genuine happy birthday so that's how i started and during the course of classes, one person's on the mat teaching, the other person's walking around, mm -hmm. talking to everybody, seeing what's going on. And as of right now, we're working on upping it to make sure we're doing those things that I read about in Outliers and Knock Your, Sock Off, Knock Your Socks Off Service. So I, it's been very helpful because we're able to charge a good premium for our product, but people stay because of the connection. They know that we're giving them the results but there's more than just results. I mean, we're all people people, right? Everybody wants to feel like they matter. So your best thing is to find out about the people that are coming through your door, find out how to make them matter in the short amount of time that you know them. And if you know them for long periods of time, make sure you continually always try to find something to make them feel special. Can I tell you something that even further distinguishes you from other people that do those tricks and tactics? Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, Sincerity. Oh, yeah. Because time. you actually do care. You even said it, you know. Mm -hmm. 
I love your kids when they were coming in. Yeah. You're genuinely concerned about their grades. Yeah, you knew their names. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But that yeah. you can't buy sincerity. You can't even fake it. Mm -hmm. And Mother Nature, God, and Karma knows whether you're sincere or not. You could read a book and do all those tactics. People are going to see right through it. Maybe mm -hmm. not initially, but they're going to realize, you know what? Mark doesn't really care about me. Right. He just has these notes. His administrative assistant is sending me a video. Mark would like to wish you a happy birthday on your video. I know you guys don't do that, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I should do that. I don't know. You yeah. should do that. Yeah. You already yeah. wrote it down. I'm gonna, yeah. No, but, but, but you're sincere. Mm -hmm. You care. Mm -hmm. You actually care. And that is a differentiator that is even more different than just learning those tricks and tricks. Mm -hmm. And so have you always been a caring, compassionate, sincere person? Or is that something you developed when you became an entrepreneur? Tell me a little bit about that. It, it was weird. When I was a kid, I was the I don't care about anything kind of kid. It was kind of weird. Uh, and I went through ebbs and flows and I got in trouble a lot. And so I decided to tone that back. But I always had a very caring heart around like other people who were being mistreated or things like that. And as I got older, I was genuinely curious about another person's experience. Like, okay, they're going through this in their life and I don't want them to be in any kind of pain. You know, what can I do to help or can I talk to them or things like that. And so I always really was very empathetic in that way. But um, I was also very shy, too. And so you have to get past. That's why I was saying at the beginning, you got to get past the shyness because that is it. it ha you have a purpose for it. Right. It's a it's a reasonable feeling. You know, we're all cavemen in, at heart, right? right? We haven't evolved very far from that. So we're trying to survive every single day. And so that shyness is, oh, I don't want to step out of my comfort zone, right? You got to get over that and then you got to pursue it as best as you can. And over the years, I became more of an extrovert because of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so without right. that. Well, you said extrovert. So I have a question. Now. Yeah. Yeah. How do you recover? Oh, gosh. By I, yourself I, yes. or in public? 100% by myself. So 100%. how – this – I didn't get clarity the, on this last I'm the outlier. Time. So yeah. you, you actually get energy from being in front of people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I go nuts if I'm by myself. I learned how to meditate about four or five years ago, mm -hmm. and I love it. But, man, the minute I open my eyes, I'm, like, ready to hang out yeah. with somebody. <laughs> and, and, and my – I, my wife, my kids, other my other family members mm. have identified that about me. They're like, dude, you cannot be alone. If I'm alone, I'm on the phone. I'm mm. calling somebody. You know, it's it's much harder to be alone with yourself and your own thoughts mm. than it is to be with for others. you. Yeah, because not for, for me. me yeah. Probably not for Ram. Nope. What about you, Marcel? I'm probably the exact same as this guy. Over really? Oh, wow. Seriously, yeah. Look at that. Let's get oh, each other yeah. on rapid yeah, call, right. man. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, right. man I'm feeling lonely, Marcelo. Yeah. Come out. <laughs> Marcelo, save I'm, me. I'm also always on the phone. Like, say if I'm driving ah, or something yeah. and I'm just like kind of bored and tired of listening to my songs or something, I'll call someone. Right. Just mm -hmm. catch up. Well, listen to the show. Listen to Let's Talk well, Business. Well, that too. It's yeah. a great yeah. way to yeah. kind of... a great way to do it. Gosh. Oh, that's good. Because I don't know how common, like in society, whether a majority of people are going to be, you know, more the introverted recovery type versus the extroverted. I hear a lot from a lot of people that say, hey, man, once I'm home, like I call, they don't answer. They don't like, I'll call, they're like, dude, I can't I'm just recovering, man. I just yeah. need my, my yeah. That's how most, that's how most normal people are. Right. Then there's the weirdos. Like Marcelo and I, they're like, ah, you know, get energy from others and connect and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man, but I always feel like, I have to be on for some reason. And mm. it's not because of just an energy thing, but I have this 
weird feeling that I'm running out of time. Oh, well, mm-hmm. you are. You're getting old. Yeah. 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 And, We're all and getting so, older, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think Buddha. Except you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite quote from Buddha was somebody asked him, what's the biggest mistake humans make, people make? Mm-hmm. And he said that that they think that they have more time than they really do. Yeah. So I don't take that as only literally in terms of life and death. I also look at it that on a daily basis, we think we have more time than we really do. And as an entrepreneur, that we have enough time to get through all the things on our checklist. And that's a mistake that we think we do, and then we actually don't. And Mm -hmm. then we find ourselves behind, you know, running behind and like, oh, now you're playing catch up. Now you're stressed and stress is a silent killer. Then you end up at prestige ER, you know, (laughs) my chest, my chest. And they're like, it's just stress. Relax. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, uh, Ram, I want to get back to like customer service and what you guys got going on over at your shop there. So, um, you know, individualized, uh, you know, experiences, coaching. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things are you guys doing at your uh, studio there to really kind of hone in on? I know you do leadership stuff, too, Mm -hmm. which I think is fantastic, because if we can teach kids about leadership, it instills a really good set of values, and we have an outlet for them to actually practice it, not only physically, but also in a group environment, which I think is fantastic what you guys are doing over there. Yeah. But So what else are you guys doing in your uh, studio? Well, we make sure we do frequent progress checks. That's a big thing, because uh, what happens is there's a couple of things. First of all, it is very easy to get caught in a conversation that is, you know, getting to know somebody and that's fantastic, but sometimes somebody's got an issue and they don't want to tell you. And so you've got to create uh, the accessibility and you got to create a time where you're going over what if something's up or if they need anything. And the way that we do that or that we're going to start to do it is we're going to label each student as an A student, a B student, a C student based on their attendance, their attitude, their focus, our relationship. If we're seeing anybody that's falling beneath a certain baseline, then we're going to spend more time with those people because you're always going to have the 25% that love you. But the 75% are the ones that are the average goers or the ones that are not as talented. And those people need your most time. And of course, you're going to keep in touch with the A students, but those are the ones that that really love you. So that's where a lot less is going to need to be had. So we try to keep track of them that way. And also, we really, we really try to make sure that when they come in, they feel special when they come in. We greet everybody at the door. We're implementing a three-foot rule. If you're three feet inside from the door, you're greeted. We're teaching our leaders how to do that, the ones that are actually coming to come and teach classes. You know, I say white belt on the floor, and everybody, if they've already met the white belt, they come up and say, hey, it's good to see you. If you need anything, let me know, right? And that opens it so that they can talk to them, or if they haven't introduced themselves, they go up and they get the chance to introduce themselves. Now they know that white belt's name, they've talked to the white belt's parents, and how does everybody feel when that happens? Great, they yeah. feel awesome. Great, you know, completely, right? So, and these are the newbies. And so you got to get them when they're brand new and you got to constantly be giving them that reinforcement that, no, we really do care about you. And so great, we're Great culture. That. Yeah. Great culture, really. And I've been there and I've experienced it. You already have that. Right. Even though you didn't categorize them as A, B, and Cs before, right. you are, you've always had that culture oh, yeah. of, you know, welcoming in, 
the newbies, mm. making sure that they're comfortable, greeting the parents. Mm -hmm. I thought that that is brilliant. Mm -hmm. And we did it. Even the adult students, we would go and greet the parents. And that's how I got to be friends with Mitchell's dad. That's, you know? right. and that's why he called me the other day. And he was like, oh, I don't know if you remember me, but this is Dennis. I'm yeah. Mitchell's dad. I'm like, of course, Dennis, I remember you. It was because I greeted the parent, you mm -hmm. know. Always. And we we want to encourage that because then that kind of goes into the the third place principle. Like you always want your third place. You want to be that person's third place. I think that's what it is, right? The Starbucks one. You all remember that? Nope. So the idea is that Starbucks at the time wanted to be the other person's third place. Right. Usually so it's homework, homework, and then, and then, then the third Starbucks, place. Yeah. right? Oh, you see what cheers. I mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, Starbucks I love, I love yeah. Cheers. Oh my gosh, yeah. we could talk about so Cheers I. all day. Yeah. <laughs> Where everybody yeah. knows your name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 How you doing, Norm? Poor. Really? Why? What's the matter? No, poor. Like, pour me another beer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Yeah. All right, Ram, well, if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, well, they can look on our website, www.studiomartialartssa.com, or they can call us at 210-482-9833, and our address is at 19141 Stone Oak Parkway, suite number 306. So Stone Oak and Hebner. Stone Oak and Hebner. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I yeah. appreciate it. All right, as we wrap up the show, a quick reminder, check out our latest podcast or catch video version of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. That's going to be it for us. Great job, everybody. Thanks for coming in. Thank you Appreciate for having us. Thank you. Yeah. See you next time. Yes, sir. Yeah.